What is up, my love? Welcome to the Love Stands Here podcast. I'm your host, Megan Brianna from lovestandshere.com, and I'm a life coach, a certified eating psychology coach, but most of all, I'm just a girl who really loves Jesus and has spent a lot of time learning how to not only discover my worth through Him, but also how to cultivate the characteristics that we're called into in order to live a healthy and purposeful life of love and service. My friend, living in the world can be really tough, and all too often we're taught beliefs and given messages by a broken society that make us feel like we're never enough and our worth is only skin deep. But I'm here to share some good news. Your worth is not in the world, but in God's beautiful word. So if you're looking for encouragement to live and love better, you're in the right place. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends if you feel called, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Love ya. Hello, my love. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to have you here, as always. So the last couple of weeks have been bizarre slash enlightening slash challenging all in one. And the experiences that I've had and the messages that I've received and heard and seen and the conversations that I've had have all been pretty good confirmation that what I'm about to talk about today is something that needs to be brought into the light more. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but last week I posted a video simply titled, Let's Set Some Boundaries because of one of the experiences I had. And basically, it was me sharing that I have been very open here and on my social media platforms about my traumas and what I've struggled with and the things that I have healed from through my relationship with Jesus. And I'm pretty sure so far I've been pretty open about the ways in which I don't want people to treat me. And it seems that the last couple of weeks, even after listening to the things that I've been saying, I've had men cross boundaries that I don't want to be crossed. And so I posted a video reminding everybody that while I'm happy to have men on my platforms and listening to my messages, my target audience is women. But guys, if you are following me and you're doing it for the value and for the way I'm sharing Jesus, then I'm so happy to have you. But if you are following me because, and this is exactly what I said, because you think I'm in need of a knight on a white horse to come save me or validate me. That is not what I want. I've healed from the desire and the need to have that in my life. I don't need to be saved by a man anymore. I don't need to be validated by a man anymore. My relationship with Jesus is all I need. And yes, while I do desire to have a husband and a family one day, that is not my path right now. And in the first episode of this season two, I very, very clearly stated that I'm in a close season of singleness. I am not dating, which means I do not want any pursuers. So anyway, the video came on the heels of, I had started my TikTok account a few weeks ago and it's growing pretty quickly. I mean, for me, it's growing quickly. And from there, I've had some followers on Instagram some male followers that started messaging me and just sending me like pictures. And, you know, I can just tell 
when men are trying to pursue me, even if they're trying to make it sound like they're not. I'm pretty good at intuiting those things, and I'm pretty connected to my convictions and my discernment through the Holy Spirit. So I had to, I wanted to make a video just to remind people that I'm not here looking for a husband. And just because I share things like I'm single and in my 30s, and I share about how I've struggled with men, I don't do that for men. And because I'm looking for validation and a savior, I already have my savior. I do it because I want women to know that there's hope and you can be healed through Jesus. So if you want to check out that video, like I said, it's on my Instagram, love underscore stands underscore here. If you're not already following me, I'll put the my handle in the show notes. But that was just one of the experiences I had. I also had seen a few videos on TikTok with women talking about men disrespecting them and objectifying them. And then I went for a walk with my best friend in kind of a crummy town. And there were just a couple experiences there that were really uncomfortable with men. And it's just all happened in the last couple of weeks. And like I said, it seems to me like it's confirmation that this is something that I need to talk about because it's really got me, got me thinking again about what I've struggled with, with men and how and why I felt so unsafe in the world. So we're talking about respect and boundaries in our experiences as women with men and the struggles that we have creating boundaries and the what we experience with men not being able to respect us and how it all ties into the Bible. And so I'm coming at this from a world versus word perspective. I'm going to share a little bit about what I struggled with before and what I know now as a Christian uh, walking in my relationship with Jesus and knowing that my identity is in Christ and how I've transformed in that and what I know now to be true versus what I used to think was true because it's what the world told me was true. So the first thing that I want to say is that there is a very big difference between living of the world and living in relationship with Jesus. And this is coming from somebody who had you tried to have a conversation with me about Jesus four years ago. I would have rolled my eyes or it would have gone completely over my head. I had no awareness of Jesus. I was very much of the world and that was very evident in the way I was living my life and all of the toxicity I had in my life and all of the things that I was struggling with and the fact that I was very much leaning into that lifestyle because that's all I knew. That's the only compass I had was the world. But there's a huge difference. And another thing from that that you need to understand is that, and this is the biggest thing for me, If it is normalized in the world, it's probably not the best for your spirit. And one thing that is very normalized in the world right now is our hyper focus on bodies and appearance and sex. Those seem to be the most important things in the world right now, which tells me that they're very, very unhealthy for our spirit. Because number one, there is nothing in the Bible that tells us that our bodies and our appearance and sex are supposed to be the most important things we focus on and use as motivation to live our lives. As a matter of fact, it says the exact opposite. 
But also, there's no, it's no coincidence that we are becoming unhealthier and unhealthier and angrier and angrier and more and more mentally and emotionally unstable. And that seems to parallel this direction that we're going in making our bodies and our appearance and sex and everything surface the focus of our attention. This is the work of the enemy. This is what the enemy wants because, like I said in my most recent blog post, focusing on the surface keeps us distracted from the more important things. It keeps us distracted from our spiritual gifts and using our spiritual gifts to actually heal the world because the enemy doesn't want us to actually use our gifts, right? So just because it's normalized in culture, it does not mean it's spiritually healthy, Please remember that. And if we are spiritually unhealthy, we end up walking around in the world experiencing unnecessary suffering and pain. And believe me, I know because that's exactly what happened to me. I was experienced. I mean, it's hard enough to live in this world as it is as a human because of the presence of sin. But when you're making it worse for yourself because you're not spiritually connected or healthy, it makes it a million times worse. And again, just coming from somebody who was at the opposite extreme of where I am now, where I lived for myself and for the world, and now I have my relationship with Jesus, and it's just so much better over here. Just my experience. So before I get more into this, I just want to disclose that in this episode, yes, I am going to be talking about the responsibility that men have to do better in relationships, but that does not mean that I am not aware of the responsibility that women have to do better in relationships. It's just not what I'm going to be focusing on in this episode because I think it's very important to, for women to know that they don't have to put up with a certain type of behavior that is just very much ignored by men and a lot of times by culture. And I've experienced that a lot in my relationships where I would take responsibility for my behavior and try to do better, but my partner would not. And that's what I'm talking about in today's episode. So please don't go all, uh, men aren't the only one. You know what I mean? That's if if that's what you're going to do, just go ahead and skip out of this this episode. So first of all, I want to talk about my issues with food in my body and how they directly reflected or were a result of my issues with men and how unsafe I've felt with men in my life. And then I want to talk a little bit about the Bible and why from a biblical perspective, I believe that women struggle more creating boundaries than men do. So like I said, the experiences I've had in the last couple of weeks have really made me reflect on what I experienced with men and relationships just in my life before I knew Jesus. And one of the things, when I got a message last week from some guy, I, for some reason, it wasn't even a bad message. The guy had great intentions. He was just trying to validate me in something that I had shared in my last episode But for some reason, it triggered me so hard. I just, I felt so angry and I just started crying. And immediately I thought, because I was on my way to Bible study, I was about to leave for Bible study. And I thought I need to stop and get a Dunkachino at Dunkin' Donuts before I go. And before that, I had not at all wanted sugar. And so 
this got me thinking about the issues that I've had with food. And if you don't know, I, I really, I was very immersed in diet culture for years and years because I thought that that was going to help me fix my body because I thought my body was a problem. And so I've done a lot of studying and research on health and wellness. And I have my certification as an eating psychology coach. And that is just basically teaching you how important it is to acknowledge your eating behaviors and how psychological eating is. So I thought it was interesting that I immediately wanted sugar after I got triggered by a man. And one thing, I don't know if food is something that you've struggled with in your life, um, emotional eating, binge eating, whatever, but I spent a lot of time trying to change my body because I thought that that was what was going to make me worthy of a human. And so basically what I would do is I would work out really hard and I would eat really well. You know, I would diet and try to get my body to a shape and size that would be attractive to a man and based on societal expectations. And then when I felt like I was near that, I would want to go out all the time and I would go and show it off because I was always looking for the love of a man because that was the hole that I had growing up without a father. And I would do that for a couple of weeks or three weeks or a month or whatever. I would just constantly go out and try to get attention from men and I would get attention and that would fill up my ego. But eventually, after a while, my spirit would start to catch up to what was going on. And when I say that, I just mean most of the time what we think we want from a worldly perspective, from a surface perspective, you know, in our minds and our egos is not what is good for our spirit. And eventually, after we start doing something for a period of time that feels good to us in the natural, our spirit will catch up and we'll start to feel like crap about it. And so I thought I wanted attention from men, so I would do the things to change my body to get attention. And then after a while, I would start to feel really resentful and I would start to feel really unsafe in my body. And I would start to hate the attention I got from men. And then what I would do is I would self-sabotage by binge eating because I had the belief system. And I mean, overeating isn't good for your body anyway, but especially when you're in diet culture it's the the act of overeating is very much like, oh, your body is going to change and you're going to gain weight and that's going to be bad and you're going to be unattractive. So with that belief, when I felt unsafe in my body because I was getting attention from men, I would start to overeat because I thought, well, if I overeat, I'm going to gain weight and then I'm going to be unattractive and men won't pay attention to me anymore. And that's what I needed because I wasn't feeling safe. And it was the same thing with things like wearing a certain type of clothing. When I wanted attention, I would wear a certain type of clothing. And then when I started to feel unsafe getting attention, I would cover up more. And I went through that cycle over and over and over again for years where I would work to manipulate my body and change and just all of my behaviors would be about getting men's attention and then 
I would start to feel yucky about it because that's what the spirit does is convicts you, except in the natural, it's condemnation. So you feel shame and guilt about it when you don't know Jesus. And then you start to do things to resolve that feeling. And for me, it was eating too much. So my body would change and then I would be safe and I wouldn't have to be objectified by men anymore, which sounds crazy because I was the one doing it to myself, right? But that is because I was very much caught up in the world and what the world tells us is right. And the world tells us your body needs to look a certain way to be attractive to men. And that's what your goal needs to be in life as a woman is to attract men and to look good for men. But your spirit knows better and it will always catch up. No matter how much you try to ignore it, it's always going to come back and it's always going to come back. And that tug of war, that push and pull between trying to appease society and feeling gross because your spirit is trying to convict you, that is what causes anxiety. That's what causes depression. That's what causes us to use coping mechanisms like drinking and eating and sex and drugs and power and money, just all kinds of things. We turn to coping mechanisms because we don't know how to deal with that tug of war. And if we don't know Jesus, we don't know how to connect to our spirituality well. And so we continue to use the world as our compass. So that's something that I want you to think about. If you have issues with food and or your body, you know, you emotionally eat, you binge eat, you just feel really out of control around food. You feel like you use it to cope. You have body dysmorphia. You dislike your body. You're constantly trying to change it because you think it's a problem and also the solution to your problem. I want you to think about the things that you've struggled with in life the experiences that you've had, the traumas that you've had, what you're going through right now, and see if you can make any connection between your behavior around food and how you see your body and those experiences and how those experiences make you feel. Like for me, like I was saying, because I felt so unsafe around men, I used food to cope and I used my body, focusing on my body to cope. And I was always trying to get attention through my body and then when I felt unsafe, I would use food to try to change my body, you know, in the other direction where I wouldn't feel attractive anymore. It's a very psychological thing and I want to make you aware of that because that's where I was before I became a Christian, before I had Jesus in my life and I was guided by the world. I was constantly trying to appeal to the world and do what the world told me was right. And I was just in this giant tug of war between my spirit and my natural self, my flesh. And it was debilitating and it caused me a lot of anxiety and it caused me a lot of depression. It was like I knew deep down that there was something more and that the way I was behaving wasn't right for my health, but I continued to do it because I didn't know any better. And now I do through reading the word and being connected to God and being in fellowship with other Christians and really just digging into this lifestyle. It's made me better. It's made me healthier. It's helped me with my relationship with food and my body tremendously. I still, like I said, when I got triggered that the other night, I still, I did get a Dunkachino. But in the past, I would have felt shame and guilt about that. I would have felt condemned. But now that I know Jesus, it's just a conviction. 
I don't feel shame and guilt anymore because I know that's not my responsibility. I do feel conviction from the Holy Spirit because I know that certain behaviors and certain things aren't good for me, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it because I'm human and I'm imperfect. And sometimes, even when we know Jesus, we turn to the world and we turn to coping mechanisms and that's okay as long as we keep moving forward and we keep trying. And then also, so like I said before, our society, our world right now is very hyper-focused on body and appearance and everything surface and sex. And I, for the longest time, until I knew Jesus, had no idea really that I was actually responsible and able to create boundaries with men. I basically thought that men were right all the time. And, you know, that also comes from not having a dad and not knowing better. When you don't know better, you don't know better. And all of my experiences with men were boys, men were focused on my body, focused on sex, focused on the way you look. So that's what I thought was a truth is that that was important. And so anytime I felt conviction in my spirit that something wasn't right, that intuition, I ignored it because again, I had no other compass but the world. So I thought that when I was standing up for myself and reacting or trying to hold my partner or whoever accountable and they snapped back at me like I was the problem, I thought I really was the problem because what did I know? And so I never was able to create boundaries. But let me tell you something, this life with Jesus... (laughs) And knowing what is true and biblical and sound, boundaries are so much easier to create. And don't get me wrong, it's taken me, I mean, I've been on this journey for three years and I'm just now getting to a point where I'm comfortable creating boundaries. So it does take time because it takes time to unlearn all of the toxic beliefs that you learned in the world. But you do get to a point, if you really focus on God and having a relationship with him, where you can create boundaries. And man, does it feel good. It's almost become normal around me. And so I imagine just everywhere in the world that relationships just are not good. And men just are really taking advantage of women in relationships and just totally disregarding their feelings and any boundaries they might try to set. And it's a lot of like, you're crazy and you're the problem and I don't have to do anything but just be a guy. And I'm sorry, it's just what I'm seeing. And it's what I experienced in relationships. I thought it was just me, but the narcissism, and I know not everything is narcissism. Believe me, I know the difference. But even if somebody isn't a narcissist, the narcissistic qualities that a lot of people are displaying in our culture right now is very scary. So something that came to me the other day, and ladies, please don't run away from this because it's not as bad as a lot of people make it sound. It's not bad at all, actually. It's a beautiful thing. But we are naturally made. We're naturally created to be submissive. And submission in the world, it's like slavery. And a lot of men have created this idea that that is what it is. Wives, you must be submissive to your husbands. And that means that basically you do whatever they want. You submit to them, blah, blah, blah. That's just religious crap. That isn't true. Being submissive in Christianity as a follower of Jesus 
in the kingdom world is basically it's encouraging your husbands and taking their opinion seriously as leaders of your house. You just know they were created to be leaders. And so when you have conversations, you listen and you respect their values and you respect their opinions and you encourage them in your helper. And it's a beautiful thing. And just so you know, in the Bible, after it talks about wives submitting to their husbands, it also talks about husbands loving their wives as Christ loved the church. And Christ died on the cross for the church. So if that doesn't tell you something about the role that husbands are supposed to play in a marriage, then I don't know what will, but don't be scared of the word submission because it's not slavery. It's actually a beautiful thing. But I wanted to bring this up because if we're in a situation where we're around a man and he refuses over and over and over again to respect our boundary, like there was a TikTok video that I watched recently where a woman was talking about how she went out to a social event with some of her friends And afterwards, she went and got a drink at the bar, and there was a guy there that offered to buy her a drink, and she said no. She politely declined, and he kept pushing and pushing and pushing and trying to buy her a drink, and she kept saying no, and eventually, he bought her the drink anyway, and she said, I just let it sit in front of me, but then I also felt the need to wait until he left because I was so scared with how pushy he was being. I was so scared that if I left first, he was going to follow me back to my hotel room. And how sad is that, that we're in a place where we have to worry about that and we have to feel unsafe just being out in public sometimes. So I believe, and if this isn't sound doctrine, please feel free to correct me, but what I get from the fact that we were created to be submissive is that if a man continues to push over and over and over again, it's natural for us to submit. And if we don't know Jesus, we don't understand that that submission is meant to be in the covenant of marriage only. So we just go around submitting to men just in everyday life and thinking that their way is right. And maybe not even consciously, but subconsciously, it's just when we get pushed over and over and over again, we just submit because we're naturally born to do that. But when we don't know Jesus, we don't do it in the right way. So if you're a guy listening to this, please, and you have an issue respecting boundaries with women, please just acknowledge that that is the truth or that is a truth that we just, we want to please a man because it's natural. We just end up doing it in situations that aren't of God. And so with that awareness, ladies, I want you to know that it is okay and necessary to create boundaries and to keep saying no and to keep in your mind that no means no. And no matter what a man does, it is okay for you to create a boundary. And I know this is difficult when you're in a position where you feel like you have no choice. You feel like you're stuck right now. I know it's really hard and I've been there, but just please keep in mind that it isn't your responsibility to submit to any man. Number one, especially outside of the covenant of marriage. Number two, if a man is abusing you, absolutely not. Because again, we, yeah, we're meant to submit to our husbands, but they're also meant to love us like Jesus loved the church. So if that ain't happening, then 
please know that it's not your responsibility to submit to behavior that is any less than that. So I know it's not easy and I know things are complicated and I know everybody's in their own situation, but I hope this encourages you to understand that the only time it is your responsibility to submit to a man is under the covenant of marriage when your husband is also loving you the way Jesus loved the church, which means sacrificially and deeply and unconditionally. And at that point, you want to because that love is just so deep. You just, you want to acknowledge your husband and you want to respect his emotions and you want to listen to him and you have respect for the things that he has to say because he's respecting you. But other than that, don't let a man on the street a man in a relationship make you believe that you're less than him ever i love you that's all for today thank you as always for listening and hey if you don't mind would you do me a favor and rate review and share this message with somebody if you feel like it hit home so we can get these messages out to more people and also you can go over to lovestandshere.com if you want to check out my blog posts and also if you would like to contact me if you have any questions or comments or you would like to be a guest on the podcast you can head on over there you can also follow me at love underscore stands underscore here on Instagram. I hope you have a great week. I love you and I will talk to you next week. Bye.